This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Flat Out Farno, you're Laddie H, host of Flat Out Pride on your Free FM dial. If you're a Waikato local with an idea for your own show, Free FM would love to hear from you. Check out our website, freefm.org.nz, or find Free FM on Facebook and get in touch. Greetings, I am Barry. If you're searching for answers, spiritual help, clairvoyant readings, healings, crystals, books, incense, or jewellery, you need to go to Infinity, Hamilton Spiritual Centre, in the new premises at 550 Anglesey Street, or you can phone us on 838 1838. This is your link between this life and the next. Become the change the world needs today. Greetings, I am Barry. This is the voice we're in for another week. Alrighty, so now today... We're talking with Vicky Wynn. Vicky is another one of our ladies that works at uh, Infinity Spiritual Centre. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Barry. <laughs> now, tell us what you do, because you're a bit different from some of the others. <laughs> yeah, well, I've been. I started off working with the New Zealand First Light Flower Essences back in 2005 or six, and I just fell in love with using our beautiful native plants um, because each plant. Um, from the range of 84 um, brings in its own healing energy so the vibration of the plants um, works individually with people and so I can create a personalized essence for people depending on what they're going through in their lives Um, whether it be for confidence or to reduce anxiety or to help with their soul growth or whatever aspect that they need at the time and the essences themselves do the healing for people. So I've been working with them for a long time and I also do Reiki as well. Um, I'm, and over the years I kind of added to that doing some sound healing with Tibetan bowls and light language oh. comes in through the Reiki as well. So it varies every time depending on what people need. I'm yeah. just guided and channel whatever comes through. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the the, the essences you... you you spray them on you or drink them? No, or? you drink them as a from a bottle with a dropper. Okay. And so the idea is that um, each bottle that I make up lasts for about a month, which takes is, is about the time that it takes to change the energy within you. And so you take it about three times a day, about three drops under the tongue. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and then the, then the different plants have got, the you know, as you say, different work on different parts of your yes. body? Yes. So there's about five, there's five different families of plants. There's the flowers where there's 36 and they work on transforming aspects of our personality. And so um, often people start with ones that are related to their birth sign. Um, And uh, so I start from there. Um, Then there's the ferns which heal things at an aura level. So they heal trauma that's lodged in our aura. Uh, there's seven of those. There's seven trees for our chakras. Um, the great big huge trees in New Zealand have a huge powerful mm. energy. Um, and then there is a whole range that um, uses the seeds from plants and they heal DNA at, the, at our DNA level. And so that's healing things that um, might have come through our ancestral line, our families, 
different kind of patterns of belief that we carry through as our family line might have come through from past life um, but it's healing right at that DNA level and then the last group of plants uh, they work um, primarily in assisting us with our soul growth so there are some for instance that might help us learn to um, be able to go with the flow of life instead of having to control everything ourselves and there's there's lots of those so I often make up a it's not necessarily one from each of those plants it just uh, of those plant families it just depends on what people need mm. okay and how do you determine what they need um, I've used a variety of different um, ways of doing it over the years but at the moment I just use it's it's kind of a combination of feeling the energy of the of the plants and some muscle testing and so um, I can kind of tell which ones people are going to need um, as I start talking to them and tune into their energy. Oh right, okay. So you use, you know, when you're muscle testing, how how does that work? Tell our listeners how that works. Okay. Um, so basically, muscle testing is a form of is comes from kinesiology, and it's asking the divine intelligence within your body for an answer. And so um, you can use your whole body to muscle test. I just tend to use my fingers, um, my forefinger and the, the middle finger um, to muscle test um, because I've been doing it for so long that it's kind of become a very quick, simple process for me to do now. Wow. Um, so I can um, muscle test with my fingers whether they need one of the flower essences or the the chakra essences or the trauma essences and then I work out which one of those they actually need or sometimes it might be a variety of them. Oh okay, all oh, right. Yeah interesting stuff eh? Yeah it is, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something that um, you kind of start off as you're learning it and it's it's such an unknown and, you, and there's quite a lot of doubt comes in with it but the more you use it and the more that you trust the process the easier it gets. Uh. And so um, I was lucky to learn the process as I was learning about the flower essences. It was one of the aspects that um, Franchelle, who creates the essences, taught us in our my initial workshops. So oh, I've right. been doing it since then. Yeah. Yeah, no, because it, it seems a very common thread. You know, all the people I've interviewed from all around the world over all these years, and it's a very, there's a lot of doubt. Yes. Right, in, yeah. In, doing it, it getting, absolutely getting it going. Yeah. yeah yeah everybody I talk to is the same you know it doesn't matter who they are from yeah. all over the world yeah it's true and and you know I think everybody has a slightly different way of kind of doing it and so the more you do it the more you trust it the more you work out something that works for you mm. um, I actually use my whole body thing for working out um, things like what food I'll eat so it's, you know, oh. because there's certain foods that I can't eat. So if I'm in a restaurant, you know, I can use muscle testing to work out which which thing is going to be the best for my body. Right. So um, I, I use it for all sorts of things. Ah, oh, cool. So, I mean, you were sort of interested at an early age or did it just sort of evolve? Um, it did evolve. Um, when I had children, I... I found a really good doctor because these things weren't so common in those days mm. and my kids are in their 40s now and so um, I had a really amazing doctor who was trained in osteopathy, homeopathy and he was also an allopathic doctor oh. and so he would work out what 
you needed when you came in with something. And so that really introduced me to um, a whole range of different ways of treating the body. Um, iridology, um, using a naturopath for things that were wrong with my kids at the time. Um, and I, so I've really been interested in, in finding different ways you know, for treating myself and my family mm -hmm. from when I was you know, probably in my 20s. No, so yeah. it's been a long time. Yeah, because it's not it's not common for doctors, you know, in, in no. <laughs> doctors doctors to to look at anything except take this pill. No, I thought you know. we were very um, fortunate to have found him, um, and my kids loved him because, you know, he was a very empathetic person. Um, he wouldn't immediately go to you know some pill as you said to treat things, but if it was necessary, he would do that. Mm. Um, but apart from that, there were other options. And so all of, our, all of my family is, is, you know, has just been brought up that way, so, mm. yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, the common thing is, you know, oh yeah, go in 15 minutes, hey, I'll take these pills, off yeah. you go. Yeah. There's not the whole holistic thing, the pill might, might solve the problem at the moment, but it doesn't solve the cause, does yes, it? Yes, exactly. You know? So if you went in with a sore back, then you're more likely get, to get treated um, osteopathically. Yeah, right. Yeah, and okay. so, yeah, it was it was a wonderful way to uh, to bring up my kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you were lucky. <laughs> I was, I was. Yeah, I really appreciated it. And when we moved away from Auckland where he was, um, I would actually go back there Oh, okay. um, actually, just go back to Auckland so I could, I could, um, you know, use his services rather than go to somebody that I didn't know. Right. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, have you got any sort of success stories with your treatments with people? Well, with people, be, you know, and, people and children treated. and and animals. Um, and we actually had a um, a cocker spaniel, and um, he had quite a few things. He, I think he got into a poison carcass and so he was um, shaking and um, had all sorts of things going on. So I actually treated him with the flower essences and it's very simple with animals because you just put the drops in their water bowl. All right, yeah. and, um, and they react very quickly. Um, they respond very fast to the, the vibrational healing in the essences. So um, that was and a friend who had a cat who something must have happened to it because instead of being very cuddly and active it would just lie in its house all the time um, and so I created this essence for this lady uh, for her cat and the next day at work she said I don't know what you've put into those essences but my cat actually for the first time in months jumped up to, jumped up onto my lap oh. and wanted a cuddle and the next day she found, got home from work and it was up on the roof and oh. it hadn't done that in a long time so children and animals respond very fast mm. um, to the essences the for adults we have a lot more things in the background going on so it does take a little bit longer and I found some people react really fast depends on where they are um, emotionally and spiritually and other people it's a very slow gradual gentle kind of a process mm. but there is always shifts that happen for people using the essences. Cool. Mm. Alrighty. And then you're, um, you you work here out of Infinity Spiritual Centre. When when are you here? 
Well, I'm I'm going to be set up for appointments Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Okay. And um, and I also have a room at my house if people need um, appointments after hours or on weekends um, that I work at in Hamilton East as well. Oh, okay, cool. So now Franchelle Oskowski Weiber, she's the she's the queen of of, of of all these essences, eh? She is. Yeah. So is that you sort of said you started with her, did you? Yes, and when I was overseas, I um, I had a reading, and somebody said that I would be working with flower essences. So because I was England in England, I checked out the bark flower remedies, but they didn't they didn't really resonate for me. I didn't feel connected to them. Mm. And when we arrived back home again, um, by serendipity coincidence <laughs> um, I found out they were just starting really um, doing the workshops for the first light flower essences and so she follows a lot of um, spiritual protocol uh, she gets called by the plants mm. um, and so it's not just going out to any kawakawa and um, and creating an essence she is actually called by specific plants who are ready for their vibration to be used. Um, she goes through a huge amount of protocol. And the, the essences are created not by picking or um, taking anything away from the plant. It's using um, the vibration of the sun, the water, and the vibrational essence of the plant. Uh-huh. Okay. And so she, um, she creates the essences. And then as we do the workshops and learn about the essences, and you're always learning about them, there's always more to learn Mm. about each essence. Um, I'm still learning about the ones that I started learning about back in 2006. Um, Then you, um, those those essences are just so powerful. Um, And so what I've found over the years is that the way that I relate to people. I started off, as I said, with those kind of doubt things coming in with muscle testing. It was a bit the same with the essences. It was more of, I've learned this, and so I relate that to somebody. Nowadays, because I've been doing it for so long and I've grown myself, um, I, I pass through messages from the plants and from what I receive um, as, as I'm talking about those um, plants for people mm. and what I always do is I write up on some paper the aspects of those specific plants and how they're going to help people um, and write down whatever messages come through for them as well because um, as Franchelle says we're, we're living in a different age now people like to know the why and mm. the how mm. um, and so this gives them those answers and so they, as they're taking it for a month they might find something happens um, to them some changes and they can read back through the notes and, and go oh so that's what that's what that's about right. <laughs> and refer back to it which I yeah. find people people find very helpful yeah 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 because people don't sort of realize you know that the the sort of power of plants hey oh, you know, no. Gary yeah. Cook and his his machines that listen to plants it's just amazing hey yes you know and Franchelle has been talking to the plants since she was tiny, mm. um, and so um, she she communicates directly to them um, and finds out exactly what is that each plant wants to bring through each plant. Um, Dame Rose Pire, um she oh. created um, a um, a prayer, uh, um, and so 
for some people that is in a very important part of the essence mm. um, and so I'll write that down if it's necessary for people yeah no because rose I mean that, that's Bhaktaronga or Māori eh? you know mm. so the, the ancient Māori traditions of using Absolutely. plants for, you know, for and she and Franchel have worked together um, in many lifetimes and um, and so together they created this whole range of, of essences so oh, right. there was always the two of them involved yeah. oh okay so not only with plants you, you do Reiki as well yes I do I started learning about Reiki at a very similar time to the flower essences and the two seem to work very well together because they're both vibrational healing um, and I found with the Reiki that I work in conjunction with um, Ascended Masters and Archangels who come in while I'm doing the Reiki. And so when I started off it was more a very basic, I guess, understanding of what Reiki was about. Um, but the more that I do it um, and have grown myself spiritually, I find that the the uh, energy that is that works through people is assisted with the um, the archangels who come in. Um, I often work with Archangel Raphael, the Archangel of Healing, Archangel mm. Michael, um, often Archangel Gabriel too, the Archangel of Purity, and um, and so those ones come in a lot working with me, and Archangel Zechariel as well, and so. Um, I've got very close links now and um, connections with the Archan Arch Archangel realms um, and sometimes different Ascended Masters come through. So when I'm doing Reiki, I'm always aware that there's often other energy in the room mm. as well as what I'm doing. Um, some people have commented that it felt like there were two people in the room because I felt mm. hands on their feet when they knew that my hands were on their head. Um, and so... That's creating quite a, a really powerful way of healing. Um, and the other thing that has come in sometimes for people, not all the time, sometimes it's a very quiet kind of a session, but sometimes as toning might come through to clear blockages. Um, there might be some song just um, with some words um, come through. And sometimes I use a Tibetan bowl, so I find that the combination of those really helps to clear any stuck energy for people, um, and often, obviously, clears the chakras and mm. things like that for people as well. And they often comment that they just feel lighter when they leave; that um, you know, they they just feel really um, peaceful. I think that's one of the benefits of Reiki is it, it really is um, brings balance and um, and peace to the body, mm. both the mental, emotional, and the physical body. Yeah, because the, the singing bowls, I mean, the, they've got their own vibration, and they everything's do. vibration, eh? You know, mm. so it's all all connected. It is. Yeah. Yes. Um, and there's, I always have crystals under my Reiki bed. Um, so that the crystals are always there and so the vib vibrational healing from the crystals is always mm. a part of it. Mm. I think it's, you know, you just work with where you're guided and sometimes I'll actually place crystals on people. Um, so it, 
I'm very much guided and led for everybody individually as to what's going to work. I don't kind of always do Reiki in the set way that I was originally taught. You know, you start here and you work down there. Um, I, I'm guided by what I feel the person needs at the time. Mm. Go with the flow. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, this radio show, I used to, back in the old days, I used to plan it right down to each minute. Yes. And then it reached a stage where, no, come on, guys, you'll, you'll look after me. I'll just go and make the show, you know. Yes, And exactly. they say, play this record and talk about that, and, and it all comes together, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With my essences, we can make up what's called a constitutional essence, which is based on your birth date. And for me, the the plant essence, which is is for my soul growth, that is part of my um, my lessons, I guess, for this lifetime, is the flower essence that is to go with the flow. So that has been a huge learning experience for me right through my life, is to um, is to be able to, you know, just let go of control and. And, mm. and to trust, let go. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I can see why you weren't sort of attracted to the plant remedies in the UK because I mean the plants are different, eh? Yes, and because you know. we're born here in New Zealand, there yeah. is a real affinity for the um, flower essences from the country mm. where you feel the connection. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. for from for all New Zealanders, our our native plants mm. are especially powerful. I mean, they work for everybody, but yeah. because of that connection of of um, our connection with Papatuanuki. Yeah, because mm. yeah, I mean, you know, all the, the trees I grew up with, the some are similar here that have been imported, but there's, yeah. you know, there's all the native New Zealand natives that are yes. completely different. They yeah, are, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a whole new range of essences, um, the teacher plants they're called, which um, are specifically for working with people on a healing journey um, in the shamanic essences. So um, you can just kind of keep going with these flower essences along your spiritual journey. And so they're very powerful. Yeah, Yeah, because there's all the St. John's Walks and Ayahuasca and all those other plants, you know, Mm. like cannabis, um, that have been used in the past. But, you know, not sure about those, you know. No. We, We were taught not to put stuff in our body that will affect our, you know, affect us basically yes so all those sort of mind altering things no you, you, you've got no control over what you you know what's going on no I mean there's a lot of um, hemp creams and balms now which are great <coughs> but I find that the kawakawa balm using our beautiful kawakawa trees is just so powerful and so oh. beautiful oh right yeah yeah because uh, yeah Hemp's another story. Oh, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. It is. <laughs> Which no, no, the the powers that be don't seem to be able to understand that the no. difference between cannabis and hemp. <laughs> no, they yeah. don't. No, no. So what's um, what's coming up for Vicky in the future? You 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 know expanding or? Yes, I am. Uh, something new that I've been working with just over the I guess since the beginning of lockdown, it came through for me while I was in lockdown. I started doing, um, I had the time, I guess, Mm. to do a lot of uh, work within myself. And I said that I work with Archangel Zachiel quite a lot. And Archangel Zachiel and Saint Germain, the Ascended Master, um, oversee this powerful um, healing energy, which is called the Violet Flame. And um, 
And so I started working with the, the violet flame uh, back in lockdown for myself and, and my family and have just found it such a huge um, part of my life now that um, I have started attuning people to the energy of the violet flame and teaching them about it so that they can use that for themselves because the huge part of healing now is self-healing is mm. for people to understand that our bodies are amazing at self-healing and and the violet flame is one of the huge tools that are available now for people to be able to use for themselves and uh, what the violet flame does is it transmutes so when I was first taught healing I was taught that if you're clearing something from somebody, some blocked energy, then you had to put in some light, some healing energy as well to fill that that space so uh -huh. that the, the energy field wasn't left with just a, a void. But what the violet flame does is as it clears and it clears the um, the blockages or the dense energy within you, it transmutes it so you don't need to do that because the violet flame comes in with its own healing energy as part of the process mm -hmm. and so um, it really brings in a huge element of light so for instance um, I was working in a school with kids who had quite a few behavioral problems and issues um, and so as part of my process of going to work as I was driving in the car I would use a violet flame to cover the classroom where I was working oh. and um, all of the kids. And so, and if something happened during the day, then I would use the violet flame to. Um, so, just kind of imagining it and visualizing it as this kind of really violet flame that comes down energetically into somebody's energy field. And as it does, it kind of cleanses and clears all dense energy inside them and transmutes it into into uh, light. And um, so then I would find that within a very short space of time, um, these kids were changing their behaviour as I was doing that in the classroom. Oh, OK. Thank, thanks, Vicky. That's really, really interesting stuff. Um, and you're here, as you said... By appointments, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. All righty. Yeah. And then at home at other times. Yes, exactly. Alrighty, thanks. Thanks, uh, Vicky. Thanks so That's much, Barry. Great. We'll see you soon. Yep. Bye. Bye.
Jeffrey Clarkson and what Vicky was talking about, trusting the way. So here we are, six months through the year already, and um, it's time for an energy update about June. Hello, I'm Lee, I'm an intuitive, and every month I take the pulse on what might show up for us in the month ahead. Some of the themes that I'm going to share this month are higher mind emergence, which will lead to greater clarity and vision, Group connection is on the rise, how we are coming back together and how we need each other to rise, and revelation and reckoning. The continuation of revelations, things coming to light that were previously hidden or lied about, and how we as a collective deal with that. So stay tuned for the full update. Hello, welcome to the energy update for June and it's the morning here in California. Usually I record these a little later, but it feels perfect because it is the dawning of a new day energetically. We're now moving into a very different phase. And for those of you who watched my May energy update, you'll have heard me touch on this because it was beginning to come in in May. But the messages I've been getting over the last couple of days as I've been preparing to do this for you is that we are now at the beginning of a very new phase energetically. 
So you can expect to see a whole new level of flow. So where previously things weren't working for you or it felt like a struggle or you were just too exhausted to get things going, there will be a new energy of flow coming in from the month of June onwards that will carry through the end of the year. And it's also going to relate to one of the themes for this month, which is group connection is on the rise. So this month and beyond, we're meant to help each other and be a web of people working together. This is going to become a lot easier to do. So if you think of the last year and how most of us around the world have been in some form of lockdown, even within that, there were messages I was receiving all along the way through that period, and I shared many of them in the energy updates, that rather than separating us or having a negative effect, what it was going to do was it was going to strengthen all of us internally, make us revisit our values, what's really truly important in our life, what's really truly important to us, bring us to a level of feeling and presence that we hadn't previously been in, and the end result was we were going to come back out of the house stronger and more connected than ever before, not just to each other, but to ourselves. So as a result of that, being able to be more present with each other. Now, of course, that can go in stages. So that phase of getting more in touch with yourself can be very painful or very traumatic or have a lot of grief and loneliness and what we would call the heavier or the more dense energies. But actually where we're at now, and this is something that I'm seeing and feeling in people around me already, that it's beginning to shift and that people are tired of being tired tired of being exhausted or tired of being afraid. And so this level of group connection and this remembrance that none of us are here to do this alone. We're all taking care of our patch of the garden. And if we all take care of the patch of the garden that we feel connected to serving and passionate about, then between us, we're all a whole group of gardeners creating a very different garden together. So this is going to be very evident and very important in the years to come. So as we come back out of the lockdown experience, it's going to be a time where a lot of innovation will rise. And again, I've spoken about this over the recent months, and sometimes it can be hard to think of innovation when we're also dealing with restrictions and pressure around restrictions and attempted restriction in bigger ways. But this is where we kind of divide a little bit as a community. There will be those of you who tune into videos like mine or other people's videos, and you're very much on the front line of standing for justice, balance, freedom in the world, and kind of being the watchers of that and keeping checks and balances on what's going on in the world. And many of you are going to find your, your job a little lighter over the next six months than you've felt it in the last year or so. There will have been a lot of heaviness that you will have been involved in, a lot of fear of the collective, fear in yourself about what you're seeing going on and what you're trying to stand for so that we have a more fair and just and humane world. You're going to see that the next six months, if you're one of those people and that's your role, it will be easier for you to make headway with some of your causes restrictions will crumble faster than they would before. So your work 
will be improved and easier, but also because of the wave of people gathering to do it together. Again, the key is going to be collaboration and connection. So the irony is during lockdown, we were all, in theory, somewhat separated. But what it has done is it has served to make us stronger and more connected to ourselves and to each other. So that that wave of energy, which is going to be on the planet for the next few years in a bigger way, is about to start to spread out into the world. So keep your eyes peeled for the good news and for the innovation and for the people who are making changes in the world that are really important and really needed. I think it's very easy to um, get seduced by the bad news or to be magnetized by the bad news because at this time in our world, a lot of that is still very amplified. And we're a society that are used to that. You know, those of us who are of the age that I am, like 40s and up, we're used to mostly bad news being what we associate with the news. So keep your eyes peeled for seeing the good things because it will spark you. Literally seeing one person doing something good in their community or on a bigger scale, a global scale, it brings renewed hope in you and in your body and it will infuse for you the possibility that we need to see so that we can create better, basically, going forward. We are here creating it as a collective. So that's really important to remember and to not just fall into the disempowerment of, oh my God, it's all hopeless. It's okay if you go there and you can go there and we all need to go there at times and we move it through our body and our system. But one of the themes that came in for this month is density is having less hold over people than before. So density being fear, depression, uh, feeling withdrawn, feeling like you've lost your energy. So partly because the fear levels have shifted and the fear is not as strong as it was in 2020 when it was being broadcast loud and clear and magnetizing a lot of people, but also partly because of our exhaustion with it all. There's only so long that these bodies are designed to stay in fear and it's not as long as they have been. So basically what you're going to start to see is people in a way breaking out of the chrysalis, breaking out of the cocoon. And that's going to be happening steadily over the next few months. But this gets stronger in the month of June. It started in May, but it's now going to rise in June. And so in a way, think of it as people power and people heart power coming back out in a bigger way. Um, revelation and reckoning is also going to be a theme. Now in May, there was this uh, message I got about you're going to see revelations, things coming out, out that have been concealed, hidden, that have been told lies about, all of that kind of stuff. So it relates to shadowy aspects of our world, shadowy aspects that have long been hidden or uh, misused. So this is going to keep going. And when I questioned the message, because I said, well, that, that's, that, that came in last month too. They said, yeah, prepare for a few years of it. Prepare for a few years where things that you thought were true are going to be turned on their head or revealed to be quite different to what you previously thought or what you were previously told. Now, part of the trickiness of this is us knowing how we feel about something. We already see how the division has worked in the last year. 
you see how it's very easy to get us as human beings to fight each other. And that is the most dangerous thing we can do. Because if we fight each other, we don't work in unity consciousness. So the tricky thing about different beliefs about things is, is when people go to war with each other. So get really clear about what you feel in yourself as much as you can. And you can still love your neighbor, love your partner, love your family member, even if you have slightly different beliefs. The reason I say this is differing beliefs and differing ideas of truth are going to continue for the next few years. So if that's currently making you sad or depressing you or making you angry, see if you can be with those feelings and heal those feelings enough that you will come out the other side and recognize this is part of the world that we're in right now. And there is going to be a splitting of realities. There are going to be people, as there already are right now, but there are going to be people living in one reality, living next door to you, and you're going to be living in a different one. It doesn't mean we're not connected, but it does mean that the speed of consciousness at which everything is moving and changing, it's putting, it, putting us all at very different levels and places on a daily basis. But the reason it's important for me to just address this is revelation and reckoning is going to be a part of our next few years. It just is. And our reckoning with these revelations, you know, how we feel, how we respond, how we react is going to be everything. And I will just say that for most of you that would tune into the kind of work that I do, uh, most of you, not all of you, but most of you will be here not so much to clean up or to um, be justice fighters against the old world, most of you are here to birth the new. So even if part of your work and part of your service or part of your purpose here is to work with the old world and the old energy for your own balance, for your own sense of being a soul in the now, you're going to need to create new stuff too. So even if you just do that privately for yourself, even if you just have a creative practice where you're birthing something new through your own creativity, it will help you balance some of the heaviness with what you're doing. So revelation and reckoning tends to be one of the heaviest themes of the month, and it will be one of the heaviest themes of the coming few years. But lean into ways that you can balance yourself as we go through that, which is really no different to how we've all had to kind of adjust the way that we balance in the last year or so. Higher mind emergence was another theme. So in June, an emergence of the higher mind. And the higher mind always relates to clarity and visionary ideas. So clarity about things that you've felt stuck about for a while, or suddenly you have this revelation about a relationship you're in and you thought you didn't like them or something. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually, this is just because I've got this wound from my past. And actually, they're great. I was just locked in some karma with this person. And the whole relationship transforms. So clarity can go all the ways. It, it's just you seeing very clearly and coming to a very present awareness, things in your life that you either do resonate with or don't, and then taking action based on that clarity. Um, Visionary ideas also come in when we have higher mind energies. And so this higher mind emergence that's going to get strong in June and through the summer, it's going to mean that some of you who've been looking for a new idea or a new vision or something else that you want to feel connected to is, has, has all of the support to come in. So, um, 
if you're feeling stuck, I would recommend journaling every day. Just journal your morning thoughts, your morning feelings, uh, or your evening, if your evening is better for you. Just get into the flow of activating some forward direction for yourself. And because of the higher mind energies coming in now, you'll be surprised how well it will be supported. Now, this next theme relates directly to higher mind emergence, and it's a little contradictory, but um, energy spikes and whether to act on them. So energy spikes can be anything from having a huge awakening moment or um, a kundalini moment where suddenly you're just, you're highly energized or you feel highly psychic or suddenly you don't quite feel like reality is what you thought it was. And it's very evident in your body and in the way that you feel and sense the world. It's not just about your thoughts or your beliefs. It's a very activated shift in your energy field. And whenever we're going through these energy spikes, they usually are elevating us. So we'll have a very alive week. Uh, people who take plant medicine, ayahuasca, um, or have had transcendental experiences using some kind of substance, it's like that, but it's happening without the substance, basically. So more and more people are having these activated, intuitive awakening experiences, these awakening moments. And these energy spikes are on the rise collectively. And the one piece of advice I want to give you, and I know, I know this from personal experience and from being around many, many people who have had this experience over the last few years, it really pays to wait out the energy spike before you rearrange your life, if you can. Um, usually when these happen, we can go into a very soul space and we can go into a a higher mind. So this is why it relates to the higher mind emergence. We suddenly feel like we see the universe and everything in our visionary map. But what then happens is whether it's an hour or a few days or a few weeks later, we come back down into the body and then we have a chance to slowly but surely rearrange because it's very rare that anyone, it happens, but it's rare that anyone has an enlightenment experience that overnight their whole life changes and their whole awareness shifts. Most of us will have it in stages and will have it in moments. But in that moment of amplification, you can feel superhuman and invincible and like you know everything or suddenly everything is clear. So you have to be a little bit careful about how much you blow up your life in those moments. It doesn't mean your intuition might not be right. In that moment, you might have clarity about what you're supposed to do. But while you're in that space, you taking the axe to your life is not necessarily going to be the, the way to do it that will be smooth, clean, and easier for you to ground your vision. It can often create shockwaves for you and others involved. And by all means, you know, I, I certainly have done that a couple of times in my life many years ago. And, and there are times when we just do do that. So don't beat yourself up if you're like, uh oh, that's what I've just done. You did it. So trust your choice, but learn how to use those energy spikes. Learn to recognize, oh, I'm really in that phase again. I'll make some notes. If I, if I don't want to forget what I'm thinking, I'll make some notes. I'll leave. And then when I come down and when it all settles down, I will be able to gently move the pieces. Our soul can move very fast. Our human body is a little slower and thus so are all our human relationships. So sometimes it takes more patience than we would like when we're in that visionary energy spike, invincible mode 
to come back. But that, that's the beauty of being a human soul. That's the dance. That's the chop wood, carry water part of us as human beings. And there's something beautiful to tending to your inner garden and the garden of your life gently, slowly and steadily. So bear that in mind. These energy spikes are, are, are coming online for more and more people. The question is when and whether to act on them. So um, let me see here. I'm ch checking the, the notes, see what I've missed. Okay, so deep internal healing is leading to a group awakening. Again, this is a theme that we've been walking through for a year or so, but this month the message was for us to recognize that the deep internal healing that we have been going through with increasing energy and uh, clarity for the last, I would say, few years is leading to a group awakening. So more and more people have gone through a real ride with their feelings, their thoughts, their belief system than ever before on the planet in the last couple of years, but especially over the last year. So that deep internal healing, which sometimes is painful and doesn't feel good and isn't pretty. And when you're in it, you're in it and it's deep. But what it's leading to and what the outcome is, is more of a group awakening on the planet. So as we come out of this, again, this phase that we've been in for the last year and we start to emerge back out into the world, you will notice there is a tenderness and there is a vulnerability that is going to be more present in people. And in some ways, that's going to make some of us more nervous or more cautious or, oh, I don't know, I've been in my house for a year. I don't know if I'm ready to come out again. And that's okay. That's normal. That's part of the process. But actually, the message is that tenderness, that vulnerability, that hesitancy is beautiful because we're no longer on autopilot the way that we might have been as a group. So expect some awkwardness in interactions and in, but it's a beautiful awkwardness. You know, it's, it's no different than watching a child awkwardly learn to walk. They're determined, so they keep going, but you watch them fall over, but eventually they're walking. And so they have transformed. They have come through the cocoon from a non-walking being to a walking being. And the same is true for us. We're going to have to go through the cocoon a little bit over the coming three, four, five, six months as we re-encounter life and re-encounter each other on the other side of everything that we have gone through. So just bear that tenderness in mind. Don't see it as a problem. Celebrate it if you notice it in yourself, but also be mindful that some people might be acting in odd ways in your mind until you remember, oh yeah, we're all a bit odd right now because A, humans are odd, and B, we've all gone through this very strange experience that has many facets to it, and it's complex, and everyone feels a little bit differently about it. And now we're coming back together to try and unify again. So I know that many of us will talk about the division energy that's on the planet, but again, Whenever I ask them about that, they're like, the unification is on the rise. This is the period you are in. This was part of coming back to a more unified world. Doesn't mean everything will be harmonic tomorrow. It does mean that we will be more aware of disharmony than we've ever been and more bothered by it, more empathic to it, more feeling the insanity of it. And at first, it can be that you need to feel those feelings. And when you felt those feelings, you get to a place where you can act and create some change. So again, 
be gentle with yourself and be gentle with others. It's, it's been an intense time. So that's just something to keep in mind, this deep internal healing leading to a group awakening. And the last thing to say about that is that that integration is happening inside each of us too. So we're awakening in a bigger way because parts of us are healing. So if you think of who we are, there's a whole bunch of voices and aspects and energies in here that make up who we are. You know, we're a little bit our relationship with our mom and we're a little bit our relationship with our friends and we're a little bit that thing that happened to us when we were 13. And it all meshes together to create who we are, how we feel about the world, what we emit, how we interact. Well, parts of us have been healing faster than ever before. And so it changes the whole of us. So we get to have a bit of a group awakening too. So again, don't be surprised if you're reviewing your whole life right now going, God, I don't know if I want to do this thing in the future or I might want to do something completely different. That's normal too. But be patient with it and try not to have knee-jerk reactions because the more you can really sit with it and stay with it, the more you can deeply create a whole new foundation if that's what you're really looking for. I remember many years ago, um, there was a, an example given that don't take the first upgrade that comes to you. Uh, and they used aeroplanes as an analogy. Um, they said, you know, if you're in economy and you wish you could sit in business class, uh, the minute someone offers you business class, you might not always want to jump at it because you might get to first class. Now, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if that analogy is going to work for everybody. But, but what I understood about it was they were saying that you will get upgrades through your life and you will be offered different upgrades as you go. And sometimes you take the first one out of desperation and you're like, oh, great, yeah, phew. And they say, if you can really get in touch with what's the desperation, why are you desperate for the upgrade? What's the feeling and be aware of it? Then you can really sit in that and there could be a bigger improvement for you further along. Yeah, I don't think aeroplanes is a very good example in this time, in this day and age, but uh, not with what we've all just been through. But, um, but I think you get the drift. I think it was because of the word upgrade that it came in. Um, so that's everything for, for June and beyond, everyone. So this new energy of flow is emerging. It's coming in and it's going to be a more energized, uplifting time. But as I always say, if you're in a rough spot, if you've been having a tough time, just keep looking after yourself. You'll come out of the chrysalis. You'll come out of the cocoon. Um, there's no rush. So thank you for tuning in, everyone.
enigma there and trusting the way. So time to catch up with our dear friend Patricia Coda Robles. Today she's talking about a unique opportunity from the mighty Elohim. Hi, Precious Heart. Thank you for joining us for our weekly vlog. The awesome shifts that have taken place at a cellular level within humanity's earthly bodies and the earthly bodies of the elemental kingdom and Mother Earth since the December solstice in 2020 have changed everything. At that time, humanity's holy breath was elevated by our I Am Presence and brand new record keeper crystals containing the full divine potential of the patterns of perfection for the new earth were placed throughout Mother Earth's crystal grid system by the mighty Elohim who are the builders of form. We are now receiving higher frequencies of prana and our life force with every breath we take. This is making each and every one of us much more receptive to the intuitive inner guidance from our I Am Presence, as well as the exquisite patterns of perfection we are being called to co-create on the new Earth. The result of this incredible shift of consciousness is that since the dawn of this year, 2021, multi-dimensional changes have taken place within the core of purity in every atomic and subatomic particle and wave of life on Earth. These changes have been life-transforming. In last week's blog, the Company of Heaven revealed that with the completion of the activities of light that were God-victoriously accomplished in May, Mother Earth and all life evolving upon her are now abiding in earthly bodies that are much more rarefied and ethereal than they were in 2012 when we birthed the new earth during the December solstice. Now, due to the myriad shifts that have taken place since the birth of the new earth in 2012, we are being presented with an unprecedented opportunity. During the month of June in 2021, the mighty Elohim and the directors of the elements will present our I Am Presence and our fifth dimensional body elemental with the opportunity to safely co-create a shift within our earthly bodies and the earthly bodies of the elemental kingdom and Mother Earth that will equal the collective shifts of energy, vibration, and consciousness we have experienced since the birth of the new Earth in 2012. This is an essential part of the Divine Plan for 2021. Throughout the month of June 
2021, the mighty Elohim and the directors of the elements will utilize the greatly amplified influx of light from the newly opened 555 Stargate to accelerate the divine alchemy taking place within humanity's earthly bodies and the earthly bodies of the elemental kingdom and Mother Earth. Every person's newly integrated I Am Presence and fifth dimensional body elemental is standing in readiness to cooperate with the mighty Elohim and the directors of the elements. This level of recalibration has never before been attempted and is only being allowed by cosmic law at this time because at long last humanity in mass is able to receive the frequency of divine intervention safely. We are currently being held in the embrace of a very powerful eclipse series that will culminate on June 10th with a new moon annular solar eclipse. Today, the company of heaven will utilize the powerful influx of light from this eclipse series as they guide us through an activity of light. This activity will give the mighty Elohim and the directors of the elements the ability to assist our I am presence and our fifth dimensional body elemental to recalibrate the five elemental vortices within our earthly bodies. The divine intent of this activity of light is to prepare each of us to receive the highest possible frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light from the newly opened 555 Stargate. Our five elemental vortices have been slowly awakening from their dormant state since the birth of the new Earth in 2012. Prior to our fall from grace, our elemental vortices were able to restore and rejuvenate our four earthly bodies. The divine purpose of these vortices was to provide our body elemental each day with renewed elements that would maintain vibrant health, eternal youth, and limitless physical perfection in our physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies. Now, through the gift of divine grace, the mighty Elohim are going to guide us through an activity of light that will recalibrate our five elemental vortices to receive higher frequency of God's fifth dimensional crystalline solar light than we have ever received. If you have the heart call to do so, please join me now in this holy endeavor. Know that during this cosmic moment, our unified efforts are being amplified a thousandfold. This activity of light is being stated in the first person so that we will each experience it personally. But know 
that we are invoking this light through the I am presence of every person on earth. And we begin. I am my I am presence and I am one with the I am presence of every man, woman and child on earth. What I invoke for myself I invoke on behalf of every person in perfect alignment with each one's divine plan and the highest good for all concerned. I am one with my Father Mother God. I am one with the Solar Logos from suns beyond suns beyond suns. I am one with the mighty Elohim and the directors of the elements. I am one with the entire company of heaven. And I am one with the beings of light associated with the elemental kingdom and the angelic kingdom. Through the divine intervention of this collective body of light beings, I invoke the most intensified frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light from the very core of creation that humanity and the earth are capable of receiving at this time. Powers of light magnetize this crystalline solar light through the newly opened 555 Stargate and accelerate the divine alchemy that is transfiguring my carbon-based earthly bodies into fifth-dimensional fifth crystalline solar light bodies. Now, under the direction of my Father Mother God and the mighty Elohim, the fifth-dimensional directors of the elements take their strategic positions in preparation for this powerful activity of light. The directors of the air element and the sylphs of the air take their positions at the cardinal point to the north. The directors of the water element and the undines of the water take their positions at the cardinal point to the east. The directors of the earth element and the nature spirits of the earth take their positions at the cardinal point to the south. The directors of the fire element and the salamanders of the fire take their positions at the cardinal point to the west. And the directors of the rarefied ether elements and the devas and devarajas of the ether take their position within the sun of even pressure in the center of the earth. Now the directors of the elements sound a cosmic tone signaling to humanity's fifth dimensional body elementals that the time has come to manifest the next level of perfection within humanity's fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light bodies. 
every person's body elemental responds and joyfully accepts the opportunity to accelerate the divine alchemy taking place in our earthly bodies. As I breathe in and out deeply, I clearly see the elemental vortices pulsating within my earthly bodies. These are swirling centers of divine light. There are five of these vortices, each one specifically designed to nourish and empower one of the five elements within my earthly bodies. I begin by focusing my attention on my ether vortex, which is pulsating above my head. I breathe the holy breath into the center of the ether vortex, and I affirm with deep feeling, I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. My ether vortex is recalibrated and is now able to receive new and much more rarefied frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light. I now focus my attention on my air vortex, which is pulsating within the location of my throat chakra. I breathe the holy breath into the center of the air vortex and I affirm with deep feeling, I am the breath of the Holy Spirit. I am the breath of the Holy Spirit. I am the breath of the Holy Spirit. My air vortex is recalibrated and now receives new frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light transfiguring my etheric body. I now focus my attention on my fire vortex, which is pulsating within the location of my sternum in the center of my chest. I breathe the holy breath into the center of the fire vortex, and I affirm with deep feeling I am the sacred fire breath of the Almighty. I am the sacred fire breath of the Almighty. I am the sacred fire breath of the Almighty. My fire vortex is recalibrated and now receives new frequencies of fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light transfiguring my mental body. I now focus my attention on the water vortex, which is pulsating within the location of my root chakra at the base of my spine. I breathe the holy breath into the center of the water vortex and I affirm with deep feeling, 
I am the harmony of my true being. I am the harmony of my true being. I am the harmony of my true being. My water vortex is recalibrated and now receives new frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light transfiguring my emotional body. I now focus my attention on the earth vortex which is pulsating between my feet. I breathe the holy breath into the center of the earth vortex and affirm with deep feeling. I am the master of my physical reality. I am the master of my physical reality. I am the master of my physical reality. My earth vortex is recalibrated and now receives new frequencies of fifth dimensional crystalline solar light transfiguring my physical body. The five elemental vortices within me have now been recalibrated, creating a tremendous pathway of light through my four earthly bodies from head to toe. The dynamic force of the light I am receiving through the 555 Stargate and my five elemental vortices is quickening the transfiguration of my physical, etheric, mental, and emotional bodies, as well as the awakening taking place within my heart and my conscious mind. Every time I focus on my elemental vortices, God's transfiguring fifth-dimensional crystalline solar light will expand through my four earthly bodies, raising my energy, vibration, and consciousness to new heights. I accept and know that this activity of light has been God victoriously accomplished. And so it is. Beloved I am. Beloved I am. Beloved, I am that I am. Precious heart, continue being gentle with yourself and allow your I am presence and your fifth dimensional body elemental to assimilate the full magnitude of this recalibration into your earthly bodies at an atomic and subatomic cellular level. God bless you. I look forward to being with you next week.
What is the new earth? A world where GMOs are no longer pumped into foods, fluoride is removed from our tap water, movies and TV shows aren't based on dark evil agendas, music isn't about sex, money and drugs, the negative news is no longer fear, porn and propaganda, war and racism does not even exist, negative frequencies removed from mainstream music, Eating healthy and meditation is taught in schools. The end of big pharma and putting toxins into our bodies. Technology is released that's hidden from us, such as cures for cancer, time travel and free energy. 
we are no longer lied to about the truth of our existence. History is no longer rewritten and manipulated. We all realise we are one, created from the same source, living life in love and light, breaking free from this 3D physical illusion. I am Barry, being the voice within. Kakite, Namaste, Shalom, Asalam. May your God go with you. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.